what we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you are doing well today in this fall day, as I'm drinking my warm green tea. Today, we're going to talk about tips to be a stepdad. What? Gregory? Stepdad? Look, people come to this channel and the manosphere in general, with different desires, different perspectives, different latent wants. And as I've mentioned, many men are one wink away from the plantation. And there are men who want to remarry. And chances are, given the age and given the type of women out there, you're probably going to marry a single mom. So a couple of considerations. Now, of course, this episode isn't for everybody, but I've done episodes that are specific to certain people in the manosphere. So you have to understand. I have to be general. So look, we've talked about, I think, in the past, the perils of being the stepdad and the perils in general of, of marrying a divorcee. Now, to encapsulate the one of the biggest perils of marrying a divorcee is, quote, if she did it to him, she'll do it to you. If she left her man, which we know statistically women leave men in marriages 70 to 90% of the time, 90 if they're college educated, she's already established a precedent. She has no problems breaking the marital bond, especially if it's sacrament. Breaking the sacramental bond, what God brings together, let no one break asunder. She broke that because we live in this world of individualism. I got to do what feels good for me, you know, mixed with a little hedonism mixed with no repercussions of breaking the family asunder. So if you're marrying a woman who's already established the precedent that she left her man and broke up the family and got financial fortunes from it, you're stupid. I would never consider marrying a woman who left her first man. I don't care how much you're getting white-knighted. Oh, but he was narcissistic, controlling, and abusive. That being said, if you find a woman who was abandoned, that 20 percentile, 30 to 10 percentile, uh, you know, the classic man left her for a younger woman because she was boring or got too old, you know, whatever. The old Don Draper excuses from the 60s. OK, that's different because she was abandoned and that was not her choice. Now, I would tell you also, and I have an episode here, the type of woman I would have to be with to marry, the type of woman I would have to be with to marry if I was having to marry. So let's say you do meet a religious woman that tried to maintain her vows, but it takes two to tango, and the guy left her. Is it a red flag that the guy left her? Sometimes, because like, why would a guy leave? You know, leave leave his family. But sometimes guys want to flee. But it is a little red flag. Why would they leave? But that's the point of vetting, right? That's the point of getting to know somebody, asking questions, having good discernment. But let's say you do decide to marry a woman, and I'm only going to say a woman who was abandoned, because you'd be stupid to marry a woman who abandoned the man. I don't care what you said. Now, she's got kids. So 
This episode's about like how to be a stepdad. Now, we've talked about in the episode, the perils of being a stepdad. There's a lot of perils. I mean, some of the more obvious ones are going to be the, as they become adolescents, you're not my dad, I don't have to listen to you. Going to get that little teenage rebellion. Doesn't always happen, but it can. You might get the Lolita. Very rare. Very rare. But you might have the Lolita from the daughter. You're going to have to fend that off. Very weird, but could happen. You're going to have to deal with the, the, the baby daddy. Baby daddy, you know, even though he's moved on, he might see his ex-wife as his, especially if she didn't remarry and didn't date a lot. Oh, she's on my, she's on the hook. She's, I, I got her breadcrumbed. And then you come into the world and he gets all territorial and peacocking. Now you're dealing with an aggressive baby daddy. So you're dealing with that, especially if the baby daddy's values are different than you and, and the woman. Let's say you and the woman are religious and she's not, and he's not. He could use that as an excuse to put enmity uh, between that. Or, you know, you could have your new wife still has an effect or she's still affected by her ex. So he's got a little pull on her. And so he'll start using the nostalgia and all that. And then I can put a wedge between you and your new wife. So those are issues with the baby daddy. But let's talk about like what what is the focus? Like what is your role? And I know this might be hard for some people to hear, but if you marry a, a woman who's a divorcee and has kids, your number one role is to be a good husband to her. Your number one role is not to be the dad. She they have a dad. Don't be one of those dudes who's like, call me dad first day. Call me dad. You're gonna call me dad. I already have a dad. Call me dad. You see this with the women, the stepmother effect we talk about, right? Oh, call me mom. Bonus mom, I'm your mom, call me mom, you can call me mom, you can call me. Insecurity, don't do that. So you have you sit down with them, like, look, I'm, I'll, I'll be your stepdad. Um, my job is to treat your, 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 your mom well, and we'll talk about that in a second. And I'm just here to be a good male role model, especially if the, ex, the ex-husband's a, a, not a good real male role model, we'll leave it vague. Uh, my job is just to be a good male role model. And look, you can hang with the kids. You can throw the football with the kids, take them for ice cream. You know, Be a good male role model, but know your boundaries because a lot of you are in a similar situation. Woman divorced you. Now she remarried. Your kids are being raised by another man. You would want him to respect your prerogatives as their father. So why wouldn't you do the same? Do us to others as, as you would want them to do unto you, right? The golden rule. So know your boundaries. But more importantly, your job is to your wife. Be a good husband. Now, what does a good husband mean? Okay, the manosphere. All right, so let's talk about that. A good husband all encapsulated down. A good husband is a masculine man. A good husband is is not, I'll do whatever you want. I'll worship you. I'll pedestalize you. I'll do whatever you want. That's what the beta sims do. The best husband you can be is the man she wants. Women want masculine men. I don't care what even the feminists tell you. They want manginas. They want a masculine man. So tend to your woman. Tend to your woman in every possible way. I mean to tend to your woman. I'm not saying grovel to your woman. Think of the Mandalorian. What kind of husband would the Mandalorian be? You think he's going to be groveling? Be strong, be confident, be masculine, lead, protect, be a badass. 
That's your job. Your job isn't to roll in and be the new super dad. It's not. Also, I would tell you, look, if the kids are older, let's say they're, I don't know, teenagers, they're used to living with their mom. Then you come in and like you're spending every waking moment with them. No, you're going to have to give them some space and time, even if they know you before they get married. So you tell your wife, you'd be like, look, I know it's a transition. So you still need to go and have ice cream with the kids, just you and your kids, your bio kids. You need to do that. I'll stay home. Because they still need to have that that nurturing time because no matter what, and this is one of the problems being a stepdad is you are an interloper. That doesn't necessarily change. On one level, you will always be an outsider. And that's okay if you know that's what you're getting into. So yeah, you should have quality time where your wife's like, yeah, take the kids wherever. You need, you need that bonding time. But also she still needs and the kids need to have their own bonding time as well. Also, I would tell you, you know, just because you're in this new family doesn't mean you have to do everything together, every waking moment together. Remember, absence makes a heart go fonder. So it's like, yeah, we're going to go to the mall. You're going to come? No. <laughs> My men should always say no because, you know, go to that episode. Do you really want to be the mall mule? Yeah, you know, Susie's got a five-hour dance recital in a town three hours away. Why don't you come? No. I'll go if it's in town. Five hours away? No. And look, are you responsible for going to Susie's dance recital? No. She's not your kid. And I know the the bio mom's hearing that. Oh, my God, that's so fit. No, look. He's the stepdad. You know who should be going? The bio dad. But there is a difference between the bio dad and the stepdad. The stepdad should, of course, go to events. And hang out with his his stepkids. Sure. But he isn't the one that's gonna be flying to Seattle to see the kid, you know, do some event over there. Your job is to tend to the house, be the man of the house, the head of the domestic church if you're religious, and tend to the mom. Right? Good marriages are a marriage where the, the parents love each other more than you love the kid. Because if you love the kids more than you love your spouse, you know what's going to happen. You're going to neglect your spouse. It's going to lead to rancor, rife, and divorce. So you should always love your spouse, even if it's the second husband, second wife, more than you love the kids. I know this is not popular, but if your relationship is strong, then the kids benefit from it. If your relationship is weak, it won't. And you see this with a lot of moms, women who become moms. Right? SNL had that old Amy Poehler skit commercial about mom jeans you know when women go from women to being moms and and there's a certain truth to it so when you're when you're meeting the the, when you're starting to date the the woman she's been in mom mode unless she's been you know dating a lot of riding the carousel of cocks's she's been in mom mode for some time so you're gonna have to kind of hey remember you got to you're gonna be a wife now you got to be a wife now and that is your prerogative as her husband scripturally you are my wife so you need to get out of those mom jeans and start looking good for your man. You got to start treating your man well. Oh, but I have to do this, this, take him to ballet, take him to... No. Okay? If you don't think you can get that balance between mom and spouse, then we need to re- reconsider this. We need to talk this out. Because I'm not marrying mom, you know, Betty. 
you got to be wife Betty and mom Betty, but you got to be wife Betty. And you see a lot of women who have their kids, not even like second marriage, but they have kids. And then boom, they're mom mode forever. Wearing sweatpants, gaining weight, and neglecting their husbands. How does that normally turn out? Not well. So these are some ruminations. Treat the stepchildren with respect, of course. Don't be part of the stepfather effect. We know kids that are not raised by their biological father have up to 40 times more likely chance to be physically and sexually abused. So clearly, don't be doing that to those kids. Don't be a groomer. That's horrible. You're going to be paying for that in hell. Treat the kids with respect. Be a man to your new wife. Again, I know a lot of you are rolling your eyes because you don't want to remarry. But again, I know there's a lot of men who do want to marry. Be a masculine man and always maintain frame. Again, if you're getting married, constant shit tests and you're always having to maintain frame. But hey, it might pay off. It might pay off. I would tell you it's definitely not going to pay off if you marry a divorcee who initiated the divorce because the divorce rate is 70% for second marriages. But if she was abandoned and she's still a religious woman and she views the indissolubility of marriage, that marriage should work no matter what, it might work. It might work. But for it to work, she needs to be feminine. You need to be masculine. You both have to have extremely good communication because you know women will be passive-aggressive or the man will be passive-aggressive. You, know, no, you have to have extremely good communication. I've always said the three things that glue a couple together, good communication, sex, and prayer. Those are the three things. So these are just some tips, guys. If you appreciate my content, post an honest review. It'll only take you five seconds if you have an Apple product and it helps the algorithm send it to like-minded men. We are the most episoded and reviewed man, you MGTOW, Red Pill channel. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal if you want to make a donation up to defray the cost of host posting this on a server because I don't make money off of this. The other one's for Naturopathic Earth. There's a link in the episode notes for that. Go check out all the articles and podcasts. Lastly, subscribe and post an honest review for all three channels. Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with food addiction and early childhood trauma. Female Holistic Health Apothecary. And this one, The Awakened Man. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needum. Until next time.